Uh, are you sure you're going to cut this? Yeah, I can cut it. I mean, are do you, you have to? No, but I can. <laughs> or you can put this at the top of the podcast, and then we'll go into <laughs> the actual... No, really, like, I've seen other podcasts do that where they're just talking about nothing. Oh, and, like, my that's God. What the, that's a cold open, you know? That's, like, that's what we call it. Oh, I'll here. give you a cold open, all right? I do it. This better be, like, what I hear, like, as soon as I turn this episode on. <laughs> no, I don't want to do it. No, I, I really like the episode the way it is, God damn it. No, like at the beginning, before we start anything, and then this will just be like, you know, just random banter. Yeah, you're random banter, okay? Oh my god, I, come on, <laughs> get, just once, please. What? Dude, what? At what, least think you, about it. You're, you're literally getting what you want, and yet you're still complaining. I know, you haven't gotten what I want yet, because you haven't put this at the top of no, the podcast. No, you literally said you wanted it at the top of the podcast, and random banter, you're getting random banter right now. It'll be on the okay, top yes. of the podcast, okay? Okay, you're going to do this, okay, great. Yeah, fine. I'm going to hold you. If, if I don't hear this, I'm going to complain loudly. <laughs> Go ahead. Take it up with HR. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the podcast, Chat Hazard. I'm your host, Fat Hazard, and we have a doozy today. We're going to be talking about Loki, the TV series, season one that just came out about a month ago. And I'm joined by my host, Ryoriku. Matt, as always. Say hey, hi, Matt. Hey, what's up? So, uh, you just started telling me this before we started recording, but you are pretty much amped up because you just finished watching the last episode. Man, stuff going down crazy out there for anybody <laughs> or for anybody who is listening to this episode please know that this is going to be spoiler filled we are not going to be staying away from the spoilers for too long honestly this whole series feels like a spoiler for anything else in the marvel series like yeah. literally from the first so, like 10 minutes <laughs> so if you want to get like our initial impressions we'll give those now and you can go watch the series and come back and join us for the spoiler part of the episode but Overall, Matt, without giving too much away, what did you think of season of Loki? It was good. Um, the first two episodes felt just a tad bit slow for me. I guess, you know, it's just kind of getting people up to speed, but from like the third episode to the end, like, like it was pretty like, uh, like I was just on the whole time. Like it was like, let's go. Like this was a really good, uh, um, it was really like gripping, like really good uh, storytelling in that. So I, I really enjoyed, uh, I really enjoyed the time, like the that kind of like travel that they did between them. Um, Loki and uh, Sylvie, quote unquote. Yeah, yeah. See, okay, so you said it felt kind of slow. I had the opposite uh, effect. I actually felt like the show was rushing to get to things in a sense uh, because it's only six episodes. I felt like they were not in a bad way. It's just they were really being efficient with their time because they only had 10, uh, not 10 hours, six hours. Yeah, about a little less. They're about like 45 minute episodes. Yeah, so a little less like maybe like five and a half hours something yeah something like that and uh, um yeah I, uh, well i guess you know maybe for me like since i it's been a while since i really kept on like the marvel because i haven't watched any of the other two uh marvel series like the uh, wandavision or uh captain falcon and the winter soldier or so um, those two are very good and very different from loki i when i first all the first episode i started telling people about this show because it was definitely nothing i had ever seen in the comics uh right out of the gate and 
as far as like what they're doing with the uh, Loki and the TVA and all that stuff like that. And um, I even was able to get real well into it. And he's very picky about like this time that is spent watching media because he doesn't really like to waste his time on things that are what he considers not great. And um, <laughs> he he even got into the show, so that made me feel really good about it. Um, yeah, um, out of the three. Uh, Disney Plus series. I think this is the best of them. But okay, yeah. so what does that say for me if I go back to watch the other ones? Because if I saw the best one first, am I going to be a little underwhelmed by the other two? Uh, not so much. I say the best for us because it's very much right in our wheelhouse. And that was my phone going off. I am sorry. Yeah, that's fine. It adds a little character to the podcast. And uh, and my cat is clawing my leg right now. God damn it. <laughs> Every single time we start recording, they want my attention all of a sudden. But uh cats for you, man. Yeah, that is cats for you. But uh they're they're different styles, just like the movie, so you're gonna like some more than others. Like I really yeah, like I, mean, Fal- I really enjoyed this one. So uh yeah, and yeah, I, like- I, I had a feeling you would because again, it's it's in the wheelhouse of the media we've consumed since we were children. So like it is crazy out there. Uh it's it's wacky at times and it's unabashedly hilarious with its with its timing and its jokes and you get to see uh tom hiddleston owen wilson put on yeah, that was a really good uh like there was really good chemistry between the two yeah and like, it it kind of proves to me my uh i think i might have brought this up on the podcast before i always like felt like some actors weren't great when i saw them when i was younger owen wilson was kind of one of those actors i always saw him as like a character in like Shanghai Noon or you know Meet the Parents stuff like that and I was like hey he's all right Wedding Crashers um, I think he was good in that role that he played like he was fine just in that role you know like yeah. nothing more nothing less but yeah like when you especially like and we've mentioned this before too like when you give comedic actors a chance to uh, try something either like a you know something more serious more actiony like you know anything like that you can really see like uh like their full range on display yeah exactly it's kind of like when we were talking about uh will ferrell in stranger than fiction like it's right. the same thing like i didn't think that he would be able to do that role very well and he does fantastically and owen wilson in loki does amazing so i a uh, quick assessment before we jump into like the meat and veg of the whole thing or i guess what i recommend the show 100 percent um, it does come with a bit of a caveat. You need to have consumed some of the movies. Yeah, that's the, gonna that's kind of movies. my and I think we uh, we talked about that before. Like as the MCU just continues to go on and on, like you start to have that kind of bit of a lockout, like from uh, previously. Like that you really, it's hard to just jump in this if you have like no prior knowledge to the other movies, or or you know even if you've just watched a handful of them. Like if you haven't watched the right ones, like you be kind of lost in this like say you just watch the iron man movies and you know for whatever reason and eventually you'd kind of get a little bit of idea like but if you didn't watch like the thor movies or something you'd have a lot less uh like introspection to loki's character so uh that's definitely uh like a, a barrier to entry like like in, in some points you know yeah yeah no exactly it's a little bit barrier to entry but i feel like uh the loki series this series does a really good job of even if this was the thing you jumped into first for Marvel at all, um, this makes you go, okay, I need to go see what else is happening. Maybe. Yeah. I, and feel I know like we've it, talked about that before. Like, uh, our, we've, we've agreed on whether, like, 
uh, watching something that came out later makes you want to go back and watch the other thing, or if you just watch the other stuff first. Yeah. Uh, I'm not sure on this. I mean, because this is also like a jumping off point for like uh, the next phase of Marvel, because of all the multiverse kind of stuff that starts getting played into this. So it's, yeah, I'm not sure. Like, if I try to with someone that's never seen any of the uh, other I, MCU stuff. I only think it is because you get... So here's my... Uh... Here's my explanation as why I think is it's a good it's a good starting point for people who haven't seen anything else to get them like into watching it is because you get Loki pretty much at face value for what the show gives you about him and they give just enough information about what happens with, with Thanos what happens to him what happens you know throughout the other movies with him and this show gives you the biggest character growth of the character. And if you go back and watch the other movies, you get a, um, I feel like you would have a better sense of appreciation for his growth in that timeline. And then what happens uh, in conjunction to what happens here. Cause, Maybe. Cause like you see, you'll see him getting to the same place two completely different ways for his character. I, 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 I like that cause I love character development. I love personal character stories and watching them grow right. in their arcs. And I know there are other people out there that do like that. And I think that could be a good jumping off point for people to go, okay, I'm going to give I, this I think a you have now. to be like a very specific type of person for it to work that way. I, I think otherwise, I mean, your best bet is to, you know, watch this and like, you know, release or, you know, watch the Thor, at least watch the Thor movies that feature Loki and, and you know, Avengers more heavily and then watch this. It's just what I would suggest. Okay. But, yeah. you know. I, but that's just my, my feelings on it. You know, I. Um... Yeah, same. I, 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 I do highly recommend it for people to watch. Like, if you want to understand why people like the Marvel product and like like the superhero movies, like, because I know a lot of people out there are tired of superhero movies. We've had it for over 10 years now, and people are, are just exhausted from it, and I understand that. I really do. The burnout can be real, but you have stuff like this, you know, Winter yeah, Soldier. Yeah, that, that focuses on someone that's not traditionally or necessarily a hero. I think that's a more uh, a more interesting uh, character to follow. And, and yeah, and that's the thing. I did not like Loki going into this series. I always thought he was really? annoying. Yeah, I hated Loki. I thought he was annoying. I thought he was a pain in the ass. I was just like, man, I, like he he had a like good. It's like the opposite of um, some other characters we've talked about because I really enjoyed Loki. Uh, uh, like, I before all this. Like his redemption through the Infinity Saga, I was like, okay, cool. He finally redeemed himself. It sucks, like how everything plays out for him, but he redeemed himself, and that's good for his character. I, I, I like the redemption. I just didn't like the character. This show made me love the character. This show. Wanted... So for me, I like the character already, and this show just made me like him even more. So I mean, that was that was cool with me. <laughs> yeah, I fell in love with the character, and Tom Hiddleston again gets to show exactly all the range that he has because man does he doesn't does he do an amazing job with this series and i cannot wait for season two is right yeah i saw that too and but, uh, um i think we i mentioned this right before recording so this is the uh, the story that's going on here is completely new and like not really uh, based on any of the like previous comics arcs right yeah no it's completely new it's completely made up by the by the writing team and the director and stuff like that for this show they're like they're pulling characters and i and some ideas right, from like comics. characters and yeah some like of the like plot points but not the actual story that's like but the actual story itself is completely brand new and it's exciting um i was saying this before we started is like this is absolutely exciting exciting because i usually have an idea of what's gonna happen 
with shows, the movies, and stuff right, like that. Right, I was gonna say. And with this being completely brand new, it was it was it it it, it was thrilling. Like I I bit, I was on the ride, and like I haven't had this with Marvel in a long time since I've read the comics. Like the last time I had a a blast with Marvel Entertainment like this uh, was with the comics, and it was when they were doing the first run of Miss Marvel. Dude, her. If you have not read any of Miss Marvel, I highly recommend you go back and read her first initial run. It is so good, um, and I I enjoyed that a lot um, because not only did they uh, not only did they make Miss Marvel a unique character, they also made her um, her character make sense. Like it, it's not one of those. Uh, you know how we complain about, or I complain about virtue signaling, or like, oh, a character is uh-huh. all of a sudden now like black or or Afghani or something for for the sake of it. Like they just like convert a character, and it's just there's no purpose to it. Like her whole character is because is that she is a Pakistani teenager in New Jersey trying to live in America, and uh-huh. they actually tackle that really well. And uh, and show like the the trip the trip trials and tribulations she goes through being Pakistani and with her family being so traditional with things and then her trying to become a superhero and do those things as well like it's a really good uh, almost like re uh, revisioning or uh, retake on uh, the Spider Man idea the Spider Man has dealt with that too and it's always been his like plot points uh, for Peter Parker and for Miles as well. And right, it, I would say that that's definitely seems like a, a good uh, like counterpoint to that. And they they just in the comics they do a great job of just showing the culture and everything like that. Like and and not only just her that being Pakistani, but also being a teenager trying to deal with the fact that she has superpowers and balancing that life of of school, home, and then superhero work. Yeah. And it's it's also really fun and really campy at some points. Like she runs into Wolverine. And he's like this grumpy old man while she's like, oh my god, it's Wolverine. She starts taking selfies with him. And it's the funniest thing ever. And he's just like, what? Stop. Just stop. Get away from me. <laughs> Sounds like Wolverine. <laughs> yeah. But uh, getting back to Loki, I... I, The reason why I tangented off into that is because it was original and I had never read anything like it. Because she was originally created in 2015. This being an original story idea was a fun ride to go on. And uh, I cannot wait for more. Like, yeah, it's... It definitely, um, uh, definitely set up it set it up pretty well for us to. Which I know it's. I don't know if it's like a certainty, but this is supposed to connect into like the uh, next Doctor Strange movie too, right? That multiverse of madness. Oh, this this set up everything think, that's coming, right? Yes. This and Spider Man every... too, uh, or Spider Man No Way Home, because that one has a lot of like multiverse Lo- uh... loki has set up everything that's going to be coming in the movies from here on out interesting yeah like that's that's a for sure thing like um and the some of the events in uh wandavision also the ending of wandavision also is going to be um not a result of this but uh one of the things that happened in conjunction with this series as this was happening as well that also adds to the uh quantum mania event so it's 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 gonna be crazy man like it seems like it and i'm so, excited uh, what did you um so kind of just like and dialing back a little bit uh what did you think of like that as far as like the actual setup so is the 
the uh, it's called the TF, right? The Time Forest Authority, whatever. Oh, is that TVA. concept from TVA? Yeah, time. Yeah, well, I forgot the actual plot points or the the name to that. Is that uh, from the comics, or is that also a totally original thing? Oh, that's from the comics, and they okay. Are... So the the concept itself is, is from the comics. Okay. Yeah, yeah. The TVA are fucking in the comics. They're insanely powerful. Like most of the time. Well, a lot of yeah, like, they, the... they set it up because like in that first, uh, I think it was the first episode where like he goes and then like they have like drawers full of infinity infinity stones and like yeah we used to use them as paperweights around here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Like that, and that definitely like it was like see, okay, yeah, this this place is somewhere you don't want to mess with. That's the brilliance that I love about this show and the writing that was done is they wrote Loki and kept him to character of like nah I like I'm better than this I'm stronger than this and he fights his tries to fight his way out the entire episode. As soon as he sees the drawer full of infinity stones and they do nothing, they're just paperweights, is when it yeah. really it dawns on him that like, okay, I'm kind literally somewhere. Yeah, and, and it shatters his ego right then and there. And it was just it was such a great setup because he always thinks that he has the upper hand and he's now in a situation where he doesn't. Right. Even so when why he, is that? Is the because I know at least a little bit, like in the comics, like the Infinity Stones only work within like the universe they were they were made in. So it, um, is the TVA like in its own kind of like pocket universe? I'm assuming. Uh, yeah, it's probably going to be in its own pocket universe. Pretty much what I've gathered, and that's why like everything there, like magic and all that stuff, is like kind of inert. Mm-hmm. It's specifically just... designed to to pretty much do that. And I kind of, uh, like, somewhat related. What exactly, like, I feel like it's always been kind of vague, other than, like, you know, like, uh, manipulation stuff. What exactly, like, powers does, is Loki supposed to have? Because I know he can, like, uh, take on other people's forms or, like, kind of trick people and stuff. But, like, as far, he's not really, like, a fighter, right? I mean, yeah. I know he could be, but... Yeah, he can be a fighter, but he's more of essentially a trickster. Well, he's right, meant yeah, to I mean, deceive. He's literally like the god of, of mischief, but yeah, and and one of the abilities that he's supposed to have is what showed up in this series, which is being able to manipulate people and control them with by enchanting them. Like that's one of mm -hmm. his abilities, and it's I I think it's very very uh, clever that they made him not like that. Our Loki is not does thinks that is like a a lowly power to do he doesn't think that it's clever uh -huh. to take control of people's minds and i think that's an interesting kind of like uh window into his uh psyche right, like where, where his the standards are as far as uh yeah and like uh, what he considers like like cheap or beneath him or and uh like just again i did not like loki going in this series and as the episodes went on i grew to like him because he at the end of the day especially at the end of the first episode he just sits there and you know that's back to Owen Wilson. We're getting into spoilers now, so if you guys want to stop oh, yeah, listening, yeah, I think we already watch, hit that. We um, hit that. Uh, oh, kind that of a while ago. But we're, I'm getting into the meat and veg of it now. And he sits there and says, "Listen, uh, uh, what is what is the phrase that he says? He's like, he, uh, the person who is most scared uses fear to intimidate or to show uh, that." Yeah, he has like a kind of uh, some kind of feel about like. And he admits, which basically must be because he's not strong. He uses like like the fear of like like the idea that he is stronger to to kind of like a level of playing field. Like at least that's why what I took it as. Yeah, and he, and he yeah no he admits to his insecurity, which is that he doesn't feel like he's strong at all. 
and he feels mm-hmm. like he lives in the shadow of Thor all the time. Right. And and it's crazy because uh that just the fact that uh Mobius gets that out of him and gets him to see that is pretty nuts and he only admits that once he realizes he can't escape with the stone. Right. And you know, he watches through his life to see like how things play out in the timeline how it's supposed to play out. And he sees that he dies at the hands of Thanos trying to protect his brother. And Right, and I think it's interesting. Like I know that they you know, you, you definitely get that from uh the actual movies, but like it's interesting like to kinda of reinforce the idea that he really did care about his his family, whether or not he was adopted or not. Like he he loved his I mean, you know, especially his mom, but even his yeah. uh, his dad and his brother. Especially when Mobius reveals to him is like, Hey, you are the reason why your mom died essentially. <laughs> yeah. Your fault. Yeah. And it's like, just it, I mean, it's only for a moment, but you can tell it crushes him, like, for, like, 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 oh, briefly, yeah. like, thinking about that. It crushes him immensely. And I. I just didn't think that this series was going to dissect this character so hard that I was going to feel sympathetic towards him. Because once he kind of reveals that, like, he just. He, he's, he was kind of just like one of those uh, temperamental children who feel like they don't. They don't get the attention that they feel like they deserve. Right. And honestly, like he felt like a second child, even though he he wasn't. You know, he was pretty just as loved as Thor was, and he's not even their actual child. He was adopted, and and that was the other interesting thing that got brought up in this series when he talks to Sylvie, and she's like, "No, my parents told me I'm adopted." And they have that conversation. I think in episode three, the train. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And he's just like, what? And he's like, yeah, why would they keep that from you? And it just kind of reveals that his parents are kind of shit, kind of garbage. I like, mean, that version of yeah. like Odin and their mom, like they definitely should have just told him because like. That's... You know, like, well, I mean, maybe I mean, I, I like I'm sure it was like within the story, like maybe maybe they felt like they had their reasons. too. But well, yeah, they definitely had their reasons, but it just it kind of makes them it kind of paints them as, a, as kind of bad parents is all. But uh. I think that's why Sylvie got grabbed is because her parents told her that she was adopted and she was going to become a good person. Like before they picked her up as a child, I think she was on the track to be kind of like Thor, but just Loki, you know, a good person yeah. at heart. Because Lo- Loki at the end of the day is a good person at heart and he wants to do the right thing. But at the same time, like as as we see throughout the series, doing the right thing literally gets him to where he's at you know he falls in love with sylvie which is technically himself which is right fucking hilarious because of course loki would fall in love with himself felt obsessed yeah <laughs> no it like seriously the question is is like is it considered incest since it's him but it's not a it's not it's it's a it's basically a i don't know like this masturbation with extra steps it mastery <laughs> right but uh but no like you get to the end of the series and you uh the woman he loves betrays him because she can't trust him she she is loki back betrayed himself yeah she is what loki was back at the first avengers movie and she just didn't grow from that at all she didn't learn anything he's the one that grew and changed i i mean i feel like it's more like she learned a different because they they i mean even so they had very different experiences so she she grew up and learned in her own way it just did not you know it was different than with him and i think it worked for her because you know, she was on her own the whole time i had no one to rely on so i even like the i don't even think she had like 
anyone that can feel betrayed because he didn't have she didn't have that kind of relationship that uh he had with thor his parents because she was uh, taken from a young age yeah so i'd say they both grew up but like you know very differently and well, with I mean, the importance I mean, of the, something else i meant like their character arcs in the show but yeah yeah yeah, yeah. even so, well yeah i mean they're they're both kind of going off what they what they knew but oh, oh i see what you mean but yeah yeah and that's the thing they took two completely different lessons and i knew loki wasn't gonna get a happy ending i knew it wasn't gonna happen but man the way the show ends really hurt like it's good i love the show but the way it ends hurts so much especially at the beginning when you uh when you get when you remember that when loki and mobius first meets mobius is making fun of him the whole time he's like Oh, I know oh, all about you. Off like, you know how to. You always like to talk, Loki. You just talk. You, like, Owen Wilson kills it in that fucking role every time he's bantering with Tom. He's Wilson. a really good, like, smarmy, like, smarmy guy. Like, like kind of just being like, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I kind of like um, taking the piss as they, they say or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, like, he's a really good foil to Loki, I, I feel. Oh, yeah. He was absolutely a good foil to Loki. And I love the fact that they, they, they like, saw that and took advantage of it and used it to to the, to its fullest extent um i i also really like the fact that you can feel that bond building between them even when loki's trying to trick him so he can escape he goes i don't buy it you almost had me like just that banter like oh you yeah. almost you almost had me but uh, i i've studied you my guy i know what you're you all know, about so i i know we're kind of jumping back and forth here um but this kind of plays into like here so later on it's revealed you know that, that they're basically all variants and for a while like for a little bit i was like wait what if uh mobius was also like a loki variant that got like renamed and changed because i was like because they both seem to like have that kind of a like a camaraderie like because like uh, when they're talking about uh mobius um loki and sylvie she's like yeah, he's not so bad and he's like he's not so good either that's probably why i, I get along with him and I was like, what if he's also a Loki? <laughs> and that could have very well that been would have a been thing. Interesting. I mean, it's not over yet. I mean, I'm sure that could be real, but that'd be an interesting reveal, like if he was actually a Loki as well. I also hate the fact that they did not let, not not so much not let, but I know they purposely did not have Owen Wilson say, wow, this entire series to fuck I with know. everybody. I, I, dude, I kinda, when he I got, when, yeah, when he gets like pruned, when he gets pruned, I was hoping <laughs> he'd go, wow. <laughs> And like the uh, wow gets cut off as he's being pruned. I feel if they do that, I feel like they save it for the second season. I, they probably didn't <laughs> want to like that to be like the the focus, like because they feel that'd be too distracting, like for what they're going for here. Oh yeah. I that... think if they get to another point, like you know, where they can be a little more relaxed, he might just say, "Wow," like you know, after the whole multiverse thing is done, <laughs> he'll be like, "Wow, what's that? That's pretty wild." Yeah, yeah. Um, man, it's. God, the show is so good like it my, was my only my only complaint about the show um is the combat the fights the fights are not good um they're not good like well the, what what are you comparing them to everything else that marvel has done beforehand well and this kind of brings up why i asked a bit ago like loki isn't really a fighter so yeah. i i i kind of get why the combat wouldn't be like you know the fight scenes wouldn't be like super like well, choreographed like it just shows that the studio focused more on the story and like the writing than they did on like on the combat you know um and i think that's fine like like yeah, obviously yeah, yeah. the combat it, was, it, was like perfectly like satisfactory to me like like there didn't really have to be much 
in the I, way of like how the fights went to me it, it just some of it just felt disconnected and all i'm asking is for them to make it coherent even if it's not great and some I of think, them yeah, i think it was coherent. i don't i don't think there was anything detracting from the fighting or anything like, i think it, it was fine like well, it, it, well it, i think you're wrong no <laughs> <laughs> that's well hey we need to have something to disagree about and i guess that's one, one thing no like i i i i'm I grew up watching a lot of like actual old school kung fu films and I watch a lot of stuff lately. And granted I'm not expecting that caliber of it because that's pretty much what those movies are all based around, but I just I felt like that it could have been more coherent. It just Well, I, it served- I, I guess I guess I, I disagree just based on if this was like a, you know, like someone like Thor or like uh Iron Man and, and like the, these were the kind of fights that they had yeah, I totally agree with you. But because of Loki, you know, he's not like like I said he's not really a fighter per se or you know so I wouldn't expect there to be like, like really like high action, high choreographed fights. Yeah, um, yeah. And it's something focusing on him, you know. I think uh, where 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 it really, uh, I really don't like the fights is when they're fighting on the train after Loki gets drunk. Like that whole scene of him getting drunk and singing the Very funny songs and breaking the glass <laughs> and going another. He's just like he's just like Thor, man. I like, turned away for a bit, and I, I for a second I thought I'd uh, turned on Lord of the Rings, like when they're like in the Shire and like singing. I was like, wait, what? And then I was like, oh, I know. Like, okay, it's just Loki singing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and it was so good, man. And like they really allowed Loki's character to be fully fleshed out, and I'm I'm absolutely excited that they were able to do so and i'm glad that this turned out as well as it did because again coming from somebody who didn't like the character this made me fall in love with the character so much and yeah i can see I, how like you know if you uh if you weren't a big fan of his like this would definitely turn you around and then for someone that already was like me like i just i just enjoyed him like beginning the end by the end when the final episode ends i was pretty much uh i was pretty much in tears because i was upset I was excited about oh what's going to happen because I was like, my boy Loki deserved better. Speaking of tears, can't wait for you to keep watching more Clannad. Anyway. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Right, I'll get back to that. <laughs> but, uh, because, like, because oh. you get this super sweet moment. Well, we're jumping back and forth throughout it. Forgive us. But in, like, episode five, you get this super sweet moment between Loki and Sylvie. And they really don't know how to be romantic ever. They've never yeah, Loki's I mean, have never like like I don't know like I, this is completely new to me. I don't know and it's like what I'm doing. And it's it's absolutely adorable because I don't know if you noticed this, but Loki is a frost giant. Well yeah, wasn't that explained in the first movie? No, 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 no. Yeah, he's a frost giant. So why did he get cold? Huh. Why did why did they both get cold? Hmm. They were literally trying to use it as a reason to get closer to each other because they didn't know how to interact. And I thought it was super adorable that they both had kind of like the same idea and was like, hey, like, I don't know how to say, please, can you just put your arm around me? (laughs) So, like, I don't know. It was just it was it was such a, a small thing, but it was so clever and it was so beautifully done for something so minor of a scene. Yeah. So this series really did a good job between going between like a, like I'd say there's two stories here. Like, you know, there's the the story like you know between uh, Loki and Sylvie. You know, like they're they're kind of uh, you know getting to know each other. Like like kind of like starting to get close while they're you know they're on this uh, their mission to uh, either overthrow the EVA or whatever. 
and then there's also like kind of like bigger scopes right like what exactly is going on with that and i liked how they kind of uh well no they, they totally like pulled off like explaining both things you both have both the uh really intimate personal story between them and also like the, the grander scope story like of what's going on with the uh, the whole multiverse setup oh yeah, and usually yeah. you know a series you like will either focus on one or the other and like kind of either be shoddy on both or just be really good on one but this one did a really good job of uh balancing like the attention to between both parts of the uh of the show yeah no exactly they did a fantastic of balancing everything out like Again, my only my only real big nitpick is the uh, the fights and the fact that the uh, the uh, time lords were fucking un uncomprehensible when they spoke. I we had to turn subtitles on when I watched it with Bob, which they ended up even not really being a thing. Yeah, which is fine, but like what they were saying, I was just like, what the fuck are they saying? I can't understand a, sh a goddamn thing. Oh, I was like, I didn't have, because I, I, I always have subtitles on no matter whatever I'm watching. Like, no, if, if, if you if you watched it without subtitles, you will not understand anything they said. We had to oh, pause it and turn them that. on. And it's like, and again, it's a it's a minor, very minor nitpick of a show that I absolutely love. Um, and speaking of that plot, like, so this is gonna be a little bit spoilery for something else here. It's actually very reminiscent of uh, a game that I, one of my favorite games actually, uh, Nier Automata, um, in that there's kind of like this organization that's like upholding like a like a uh, you know something that's like a, basically an entire lie just to kind of uh, keep the like the uh, people under it like going. Mm -hmm. And I thought it was really interesting how this kind of played because it's, it's actually pretty similar. I don't want to spoil too much of that one, but like. It's another situation where like there's like a you know there's like a council that's kind of in charge of everything and they're like you know they're getting orders from like from the top and then like the protagonist in the in the game find out that there's actually no one up there like it's just a a light up hold um order and uh you know loyalty to the like everyone below them so i thought that was an interesting uh thing because i like oh, okay. the story kind of did the same thing here and i i enjoyed uh stories like that oh yeah no it was uh it was crazy. I hate. I I absolutely hate Ren Slayer. By the end, she is just. He was the only one I really couldn't figure out. Like, so is she totally devoted to the, the devoted to this cause, or was she like so, kind of still helping them? I and, I, I really couldn't tell. And a lot of the iterations in the comics, she is a lover of Kang the Conqueror. Oh, and I don't think I don't think that's what I, they're actually, doing. But I think doesn't show where she went at the end. Like, she disappeared into one of those. Uh, those uh, like temporal doors and then that's kind so, of where it ended with her it doesn't really follow up on where she went and i'm assuming she's gonna meet a version of uh she's gonna meet kang the conqueror and she's probably gonna fall in love with him and try to help him pretty much cool because something similar has happened in the comics i'm, I'm guessing but setting I, him up to be the next uh thanos yeah he's pretty much gonna be the next thanos dude kang is a motherfucker like the one who remains is the most sensible, reasonable king, and they killed him. These are all different versions of King. Yes, and King the Conqueror. What I saw was a uh, like originally, it's Nathaniel Richards was his name, and like he was like a descendant of uh, Reed Richards. Yes. At least they kind of just gleaned over some of this at the after I finished the last episode, so I'm not 100 percent sure. Yeah, but, yeah, uh, yeah. At least that's the what I got from that. Yeah, he's a descendant of Reed Richards, which is also. Probably gonna or Doctor Doom, it said. Like in the article, it said it could be, it could be either either descendant of, of Doom or Richard. So that, I thought that was a pretty interesting. 
Yeah, they, they, they can take it wherever they want, honestly. And that's the exciting part. Is all I know is we're going to be getting some Fantastic Four goodness soon. And I'm excited for that. Um, all right. I kind of wish they'd, I wish Michael Chiklis was young enough to come back to play the thing because I think he's the perfect guy to play the thing. Um, but, oh, right, Michael Chiklis. Yeah, Michael What's he Chiklis. doing these days? I feel like I haven't seen him in like anything. Yeah, he hasn't been in anything in a long while. But... Uh, was i gonna say i also really love the fact that you know this this look this this series isn't super action-packed but when the action happens it's 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 decent it's it's serviceable um but i uh, love the most the fights for you <laughs> yeah it's 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 fine it's what it is like it it serves as it serves it has a purpose and it serves the plot so i'm not too critical of it other than how the fights were actually done but that's more of like an issue with the choreography department and everything else. Not so much what's happening on or what the, what it's helping push the story along. You know? um, yeah. But I love the fact you have moments where, you know, you have that moment where they're trying to figure out where Sylvie's hiding and Loki figures it out. You know, he goes through that investigation and looks at Ragnarok and goes, hey, we can we you can hide in. But like catastrophic events right. because and things won't change. It's already doomed. Yeah, like yeah. That's, like nothing, like no blips in the in the radar come up there. So yeah, that that was pretty interesting how he he kind of like deduced that. And I love how he he ruins Owen Wilson's lunch or Mobius's lunch to explain it, and it's a poor know, explanation. He's pouring a bunch of like random crap in there, like salt, pepper, juice, and like like ketchup or mustard, whatever it was he was throwing in there. Yeah, and and you know just seeing Loki actually just kind of be funny like they go to pompeii and he proves his point and he just stands there with his arms out like see <laughs> you know it kind of reminded me of uh, i don't know if you've seen it um the show lucifer that it was on a it started on fox and it moved to netflix i've not uh, seen it no oh i totally if you enjoyed this i mean you know it's not quite as um you know action-packed and like like fantasy as this is but like loki is basically you know lucifer is basically like, like loki and, and like he's kind of like working as a uh, partner to a detective like uh he's regarding like, like what tend to be like supernatural cases like from time to time uh oh, nice. I, I definitely recommend that you should check it out so it's funny that you bring that up because i've heard a lot of people say that marvel slash disney pretty much did doctor who better than doctor who has in like years. i don't know how true no. that is but people apparently have I've not been watched. happy with the doctor who series and apparently this doctor is who. uh marvel's take on doctor who essentially and i was just like I kind of want to go watch some of the good Doctor Who stuff just to see if what they're saying is true. Because like, I know it's long. That's all I. That's all I know is that yeah. it's. I, all, all I know is, is, series. <laughs> is I was told to watch the David Tennant Doctor, and I haven't done it, and I need to because apparently he's one of the better doctors. Yeah, and I know he's like a, a fan favorite. Him and the, there's another one too that either that came right before him or right after. And I know the guy that was playing uh, the thinker in. Uh, the Suicide Squad is also a doctor, and he's also right. A he was one of the yeah, like the well, an older one. I think he came out like one or two after David Tennant's one. Like I, I know like very little about um, uh, Doctor. Oh, and uh, actually, the one that played um, shoot, I forgot her name in the thing. Um, ah, hold on, there was the character that one of one of Thanos' daughters, not Gamora, but the other one. Oh, Nebula, Karen Gillian. Yeah, yeah, she was in Doctor Who as well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, dude, uh, when I realized that uh, Karen Gillian was Nebula, I was like, there's no way that's her. Because I've seen what she looks like outside <laughs> right. of the makeup. 
And then she did Jumanji, uh, the newest, uh, not the newest, but like the first new Jumanji with the rock. Mm -hmm. and, and I was like, God damn, how did she go from, you know, being so gorgeous to Nebula? It's not that Nebula can't be attractive. She's just, she's a psycho. I mean, that's a very specific attraction. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But like, she's a, she's a psycho in that end as Nebula. And just to see her play this like really goofy character who's not confident in herself in, in Jumanji was kind of fun. Yeah, really, I've seen some interviews of uh, Karen Gillan like from years ago, and like she's like like kind of like a like dorky, like in a good way, like, like a dorky kind of kind of girl. So that's that's definitely. I think playing Nebula was definitely against like her own like like personal like uh, well, she, like her own personality. Yeah, she plays Nebula well, so <laughs> she does a good job, but. uh but yeah, no, I just, this series was uh, kind of like, kind of what I'm going to say, like what I said about the Suicide Squad, is kind of everything I, I, I needed, not anything I expected. That's a good way to put it. Like, it was... Speaking of, like that, so, uh, I'm usually one to say like, okay, yeah, it's probably better if something's broken out into a series, but I, I, I totally could have seen this being like a movie. Like, uh, cause there's a, you know, there's a lot, like you definitely lose out on a lot of the building, but like, like this could definitely work in like, the, as a movie, especially with like the effects and everything that, um, but like, if you would tell me like, this is a TV show first, just from watching, I'd be like, this is a TV show. This looks like a, like a freaking movie. Oh yeah. No, this, this, this series had the budget of a movie. It had, it had a massive budget and that's why it looks so good. Like. Yeah, so like, I wonder if like this would have worked just as well. Like if you broke this up, like say just like into two movies or something. Well, I don't know. I guess that'd be a bit much, but I could no, I could see it like being. I, I honestly think it works best as a series because then they can continue with it as a series and be able to uh, keep the keep their uh, lineup a little free on the movie side yeah. to, to bring other bigger things that they think this are is kind of like a like the opposite of how i felt oh no i think i remember we were talking about that brought this up it was about um uh demon slayer the the movie the the mugen train where yeah. that one i felt like that one should have just been like broken up into episodes instead of being an actual movie and i think that's another one that we talked about whether you should jump onto that and then go back and watch a series or watch the series and then watch the movie so that was the other example that we had uh uh kind of disagreed about yeah, yeah. And, uh... No, I, I, I think it works out as a series, because, like... I don't know why there is a stigma with TV shows that's like, oh, it's it's a lower quality. Still. But I think that's been changing over the no, last, it's, like, It's definitely decade. been changing, but some people still feel that innately. Because that's just how, what was the status quo for so long. But movie the, the movies and the series are no different from each other. It's just the series allows... The, the creators to flesh things out that they want to and i think that's why loki became a series there was just a few things that they really wanted to flesh out like the tga the whole concept of the time the sacred timeline and then the multiverse like if they didn't do this as a series i don't think people would fully grasp what what it means yeah, for I, it to I, be I broken saying, into like, a multiverse. I, I think this is best as a series i just wonder like you know this this probably you know you you yeah you would lose a lot but you i think this would also work as a like a long movie or like two movies or something but I, I again i prefer it the way it is i was just kind of like out loud to myself like about it yeah yeah no i definitely understand that but man this uh i don't know this series is the series has is it perfect but damn do i fucking love it 
Um, I'd say it's pretty close to perfect, honestly. I, I love the fact that him and Sylvie go and tame the beast to get to the he who remains. They have this huge conversation with him, and they both take away something completely different from it. And I hate. Yeah, that, that's fact. definitely the, at that point where like, and she even says like, I'm like I, I'm like I don't know, or specifically I don't know, or I I, I hate that we we can't see this the same way, like because uh, Loki still like there's like I guess that bit like, and that kind of goes back to like their past relationship. Like Loki still has that bit of trust that he he wants to trust them, you know, if he you know he really believes in it. Whereas her, she's like she does not trust like At anything all. that's like a like that she sees is against her. Yeah. And he even says it. He's like, "You can't trust, and I can't be trusted." Pretty much, yeah, exactly that. Because, like, even if he, even if he's proven that he can be, nobody will really trust Loki because of all the stuff he's done. Mm -hmm. Like, you can't change that, and that's yeah. Like, it's not like there's like no merit in what like being like yeah. Like, if someone's like continually like betrayed you, backstabbed you, lied to you, like, can try to control you. Of course, you mean. Trusting them is going to be like, extremely difficult, if not impossible. So, I mean, I, I see, like, why that would be the uh, the case there. Yeah, exactly. And then for someone like her, who, you know, she's literally had no one to rely on, like, and so suddenly she's having, like, to be forced in these situations where, like, she has to put trust in someone, like, it's that's also going to be something that's, like, almost impossible to do. So I, I think it's a really interesting, like, how that kind of, like, is, like, the last, like, point before they, uh, uh, they separate again at the end. But, uh, uh yeah. Definitely. Going back just a little bit, though, something I did want to touch on. I love the fact that Loki ends up getting pruned and he ends up in that void and meets all the other Lokis like him. He meets old Loki, kid Loki, and oh, alligator, alligator Loki. Loki. Yeah. <laughs> and I I love the fact that when they they're like, "Why do y'all answer to a kid?" and he's like, "Because he killed Thor." And even Loki was like, "Whoa." Yeah, Loki uh, was like kind of taking it back there. Like he's like, "What?" I mean, I, I wish they kind of expanded upon. Like they don't really talk about that more. But yeah, I don't it was know like, if really... you noticed on Kid Loki, he has the wings on his helmet that Thor has in the comics. Huh. So I think I he, know I hadn't noticed that. No. I think he regretted killing his brother. I think that's what he. Had. I think he wears that as a reminder, of, like his mistake and of his brother. That's just my per my personal take on it, because like, why would he have Thor's wings on his helmet? Like, why? He hated yeah, everything about sense. Thor. But um, I just love the fact that you know the Loki's uh, Loki betrays each other, and there's this whole yeah, room. I like when that like that other like group of Loki's comes in and they're, they're they literally all start turning on each other. It literally and, like, turned into a Rick and just, Morty episode. And then it, then like the our Loki, the one we were following, he's kind of just like rolling his eyes at the. Whole yeah, like, he, oh. he's he's finally like, <laughs> man, is this what I look like? This is fucking stupid. <laughs> that was like hilarious to me. I, I love the fact that Gator Loki bites Gator President Loki Loki's hand. Yeah. And the scream he lets out, oh my but god! It's like there's a pause. He looks at his thumb and he's like, "Ha ah, ha ha!" <laughs> Dude, again, it just shows Tom Hiddleston's acting. Like he's such a varied and ranged actor. Like he's so good. And, uh, and, and I, I really enjoyed the uh, like he was like a lesser one, but the uh, I well, it referred to it like when I was reading the subtitles as a classic Loki, the the older one. Yeah, yeah, he's like, classic uh, Loki. Yeah, because like uh, you don't really get a sense much like of his character, but like at the end he's like, like he decides to help them out like by distracting the uh, uh, Alliance, whatever. Yeah, he's distracting of Alliance by rebuilding. And that was pretty pretty sad. Like like Dude. he he had no stakes in it. He like he had nothing to gain from it, 
and he just like kept screaming to himself like glorious purpose and then just Dude, like kind of went fact, out like that yeah the fact that he built all of asgard by himself shows you how powerful he was and proves that he I did. thought I was watching a Green Lantern right now for a second. He proves what he said earlier was true in that episode that he tricked Thanos into thinking that he killed him and he didn't. Like right, yeah, and yeah, and when he's screaming glorious purpose with his arms up, just knowing exactly what's gonna happen, dude, that fucking brought me. That brought me to tears too. I was like, bro, fuck, man, like. How did I go from not liking this character at all to absolutely loving everything they have done with him? And, and up I feel to this like point. that's been a, uh, a running theme for you on some of the, the stuff we've been watching. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of <laughs> annoying. I'm a little upset about it, but whatever. We're you here. You hating a dude uh, like the one from uh, Demon Slayer, Rengoku, and then you're like, man, I, I would die for, for him. Yeah, no, exactly. And there was someone else that, what was it? There was another character that you hated that you suddenly turned on not too long ago but i can't remember who it was i don't know either i don't remember but because like again i i just i just i didn't like the character i just didn't like him before this i thought he was very one note and he kind of wasn't but was and this series fleshed him out so well and i think that's the um, point you know like yeah, you, yeah you you only get like a certain and I loved from the movies. Uh, what was the actor's name that played Kang, or the one who remains? He did oh, such. Um, a... I saw his name just a minute ago. Something Majors. Uh, what is his? Name? I want to get. Shoot. I will find this. Because he uh, he did an amazing job as as the the as Kang. I thought uh, then Majors. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, Jonathan Majors. Man, does he crush it. And I cannot wait to see what he does as the actual Kang the Conqueror. Like, I am excited to see that. Um, because, like, when, when, when they introduced him in the final episode and he's being cheerful and being joyous and just fucking with them, essentially, I was like, this is, this is not good. Because actual Kang the Conqueror would have just wiped them off the fucking face of the universe. And it would have been over. It would have been over. Like Loki does not stand a chance by himself against Kang. Like, that's right. just that's just a matter of fact. He is a powerful motherfucker. And so the fact that he was entertaining them and trying to explain things to them, I was like, I don't know what they're doing here, but I it scares me now because he's not the actual Kang. He is Kang, but he's he's not. At least not from the the he, one that he's he not. Account. Yeah, he's not. He's a very specific version of Kang. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. And I love the way he played it out. And I don't mean, uh, I don't know if you don't mind a little bit of a spoiler from WandaVision. No, yeah, go for it. But there is a, there is a moment where Wanda finally does become the Scarlet Witch. And the moment where she becomes the Scarlet Witch, like she's stealing the powers from another witch to become the Scarlet Witch, uh, is when mm -hmm. Kang all of a sudden in that last episode just stops and he's like looking around, like he's like looking at something or sensing something. And he's just like, what, what's what's happening? Like, he's confused. And you see him pick up that little item and drop it. And when he drops that item, it those that episode and the last episode of WandaVision, those two moments sync up. And when he drops the item, she drops huh. the other witch and takes over. And that's when he's like, I have no idea what's happening anymore. Oh, I lied. I, I lied. I know what you're talking about. Okay, that where he drops that. I thought it was like a pebble or something on his desk. Yeah, yeah. So that's happening in tandem with what's going on at the end of uh, WandaVision? Yes. 
Interesting. Okay, and, it's, it's and, probably going to be the next series and, and I if, watch. And if this. you go watch WandaVision and come back to it, you can see Kang's face is colored in that same crimson red that her magic is in when he's trying to figure out what's happening. And as this, the colors change on his face, the colors in the scene of WandaVision change as well with it. And at first I was like, I don't want to put any weight behind that theory. And then I went and looked at it and I'm like, no, no, Marvel did this on purpose. They they do this shit all the time. This is intentional. Wanda becoming the Scarlet Witch was an event that should have never happened. And that's why Kang has no clue what's going on anymore. She broke from the sacred timeline. Completely. Interesting. So that's why he that's why he turns around and is like, I fibbed. I, I don't know what's happening anymore. Well, it's, well, I did, but now I don't because things are happening. And that's why he was really trying to recruit them because if if they didn't keep the timeline together the way they have been we're gonna have a, a universal or dimensional war again between the kangs and yeah, multiversal war yeah multiversal war and it's interesting I, and that's um, why how long is that one it was, uh, how many episodes is that is it six as well it's eight but they're only 30 minutes okay gotcha that, that'll be, probably be the next one i watch because you can you can cut through that one pretty quickly. Like you can watch like four episodes in two hours. Gotcha. So yeah, that yeah, one. I think that'll be the our. Uh, if it's cool with you, that if that'll be our next uh, Marvel series to. That's fine because because uh, it does tie in more with Loki. Uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier is kind of standalone-ish. It doesn't tie into anything that's happening in these two series at all. So. Um, tie into anything else like. Well, it doesn't tie like into these two series, particularly. No, yeah, but like, to, uh, like, does it tie anything else? In the oh, yeah, it's it, it it sets up a lot of other stuff in the MCU, um, stuff that uh that you've seen at the end of uh, Black Widow, actually. Okay, that's that's what I wondered if that was okay. That's yeah, um, gotcha. But uh, warning with Wandavision, Wandavision mm-hmm. is is another slow burn start, kind of like. Uh, Loki. I don't uh, think that's to be fine. Like you're gonna watch the first three episodes, and you you really will be just like, what the fuck is happening? And then it gets it it builds. I mean, up I, from I there. saw some stuff about it, so I, I mean, I kind of have like a vague idea about what's what's going on. But uh, yeah, I mean, uh, that that'll be like I said, the I'm gonna hit that one next. I I, I got a I got a question to ask, just because I I don't think I've ever asked this. Do you watch the episodes with your wife, or do you watch them by yourself? I just watch them by myself because I I just try to fit them in when I can. <laughs> Okay, I was like, because it'd be great if you were watching them with Megan. I think she'd beat you up about yeah, watching. Yeah, I go back and rewatch these at some point. It's just I, like, by the time I like I get off work and then I'm like, okay, Luna's asleep. Let me just throw some episodes in now and then. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. But uh, but no, man. Um, I really, I really hate the fact that Sylvie kisses Loki to throw him through the portal, and she kills Kang, and then she cries about it because she. She did it knowing that she was wrong, in my opinion. I and mean, that's, and that's why she was kind of crying at the end, soaking. That's just my I opinion. Mean, like people, she, yeah, I, I, she did what she like. She didn't trust him, so you know, he was gonna go with the only option that she that she saw before. Yeah, and that's upsetting because I wanted Loki. I actually really wanted Loki to be happy. I knew it wasn't gonna happen. But I wanted him to be happy. I mean, there's still season two, so we'll see. And, and, yeah, and, and, right. and then he gets thrown through it, shows up at, at well, um, what I'm hoping is a different dimension or multi, uh, multiverse of the TVA because Mobius doesn't recognize him at all. 
right, and that yeah, was like, the most heartbreaking thing when he's just like who are you are you are you an analyst like and loki realizing that he's not at the same place dude that broke me that broke me so especially yeah, really, so i'm curious what's going on in the verse where unless is that just gone is it i like, don't know i, I, I have it, no fucking clue like, that they kind of like rewrote like where history like where the universe is going now like like yeah. only loki and um Sylvie are the only last few things of the previous universe, so I'm, I'm really like curious, yeah. like what exactly. And, that, and, and that's the thing that I don't know, and it's gonna piss me the fuck off if that Mobius is gone. Like I'm gonna be so livid, but it makes sense, and it just, especially after Mobius says he's gonna go burn the TVA down the episode prior, and goes to give him a handshake, and dude, he gives him a hug, like he goes in for a hug. That's, oh that's man, I'm gonna cry just talking about it, like because. Loki has never had a friend that he can literally say that is his friend, somebody who he actually trusts, and he finally got that, and it and they took it from him. Like, oh man, yeah, it's I'm upsetting. Really Sorry, I've just this is this is why I I I read comics. This is always why I've read comics since I was a kid because it's stories like this, and it's I'm ecstatic that this is something that they were able to do that was original and bring to us because i haven't had this ride this feeling in a, in a hot minute when it came to the comics oh, man, you gotta gotta watch clinette man yeah Just yeah saying. i know i know uh and <laughs> i his dude speaking of okay this is totally different but speaking of uh, like writing high on feelings and as someone who only tangentially was aware of it uh did you see the uh thing of a uh, that's totally different, by the way. Just like, warning you that uh, CM Punk like coming back into wrestling the day. Oh yeah, on I, AEW. I saw that. I was talking with Bob about it. I actually kind of wanted to do, maybe, maybe not an episode, but maybe kind of just talk about it for a bit. And I, like, I, I think I'm like I'm really ready to get back into to watching wrestling again because like all of that really seems like hype. Like is yeah, AEW. Uh, there's also rumors that they might be getting Bray Wyatt from. Uh, WWE, to let him go. Bray yeah, Wyatt's I'm, I'm another... unfamiliar with that guy, but I also see, saw something about them getting um, Daniel Bryan, the the one that had had to like retire oh, because of an injury for a while. Yeah, man, that was the one that I saw about, and if I was they, like, oh, if I, they, I know that guy. I, I I don't know about that. If they pulled Daniel Bryan, that'd be oh man, I don't I don't know how they they'd do it. They at this point, AEW has a lot of really good talent on their hands, and. I mean, I, I don't so, think they'll ever overtake WWE, but I feel like they're they're giving them like a serious challenge. Oh, I honestly think that they will. I'm gonna be honest with you. You think so? I think so. But but we'll save that for another another okay. episode. <laughs> but uh, but dude, I the other conclusion I came to, or the realization I came to with Loki, the way it ended, because what they did affected everything, past, present, future. Everything changed instantly, right? Mm -hmm. You know what that means? That potentially means that everything the Avengers did was already part of that change. Because mm -hmm. everything that we everything we've seen is part of that change because it all happened instantly. So all the movies we've seen was supposed to happen. It was part of what we were right, on the journey. That was supposed of. to happen. Yeah. But then after this, like then what? Like does that erase everything that happened? I don't know. I don't That's know if it's still part of it or if it's erased or if it's always been that way because everything happens like everything's changed instantly past present future so it it leaves this huge question as to what is going to go what is happening what's going on and we won't get that answer until we get uh what spider-man first and i think dr strange after that 
this Is year. That, when does that one come out, Doctor Strange? Uh, I believe they both come out this year at some point. Wait, then it has to be Doctor Strange first because Spider-Man comes out in uh, um, December. Wait, Spider-Man is December now? I think so. Oh, wait. So, wait, no, Doctor Strange comes out next year. Yeah, it comes out in March. Uh, let me see. Spider-Man. So, they know we're getting Shang-Chi this year. We're right, getting the like Eternals this year as well. We're getting... Okay, Spider-Man uh, No Way Home is uh, December 17th. Dang, so literally right at the end of the year, like right before Christmas. <laughs> We're also getting the Eternals in November, I think. Which will also probably play into what's happening. Oh my yeah, god, uh, I didn't realize what? this, man. What? 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 Uh, in the Eternals, Homeboy from Train to Busan is going to be playing Gilgamesh. No. Oh, oh my god. god. No one knows what we're talking about because we, we haven't talked about Train to Busan on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, if you guys have not seen Train to Busan, it's a, a South Korean zombie movie. It's probably one of the best zombie movies that has come out in Pretty recent good. years. And one of the characters in it is playing a character in a Marvel movie, and I love his character in Train to Busan. I can't wait to see what he does in this movie. Damn it. Fuck him hype. Oh, and they got Kit Harrington too. Fuck. Wait, what's that guy's name? Uh, Ma Dong Seok. Uh, sure. Bless you. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> Just look up Eternals. Like you'll Wait, find him. A... Yeah, I'm looking at no. I don't see his. I'm looking at the cast list here. Where is? Oh, I just literally looked at looked up Eternals, and it just gave me the cast list, and I was just looking at it right now. Dude, that's Wait, big. I am on here. Hold on. Okay, let me. I'm gonna try this a different way. I know this is the most interesting part of the podcast where we're literally just looking stuff. Up. Yeah, yeah. Dude, even if it's a minor role, I'm excited to see him in it. Okay, I found him. I found this his page here. Let me see what's on him. Let's see. One, Eternal Gilgamesh. Okay, that that's that's exciting. That's big, honestly. So it's, but it doesn't come up as any of the main characters here. So is it just like a bit part? I, again, yeah, probably it's a bit part, but I don't care. It's, the fact that he's in the MCU, it makes no, yeah, me excited because cool. I love that actor. I think he's an amazing actor. Oh man, you know what? Fuck it. The next episode we're doing is gonna be on Train to Busan. Yeah, that's fine. We can do that. But yeah. With that being said, guys, I think we're going to bring this episode to an end. Uh, we could literally talk about Loki all day. but uh, Well, I mean, I think we've said our, our piece. I, I don't know yeah. what else I can say, but other than it, it was good. It was yeah, very it was good. I really enjoyed it. But yeah, we're going to bring the, this episode to an end. Keep your eyes uh, or your ears up for the next episode to come out next week. And, uh, sometime next week. Sometime next week. Yeah, so week. next week will be... Uh, train to busan i guess yeah we'll, fuck it we'll just do train to busan because uh sure. i'm tired of waiting on the other parties uh <laughs> <laughs> but uh but yeah anyway we'll go ahead and, uh, and just uh yeah i mean i think it was be said at the start but you can watch loki on disney plus yeah um, and streaming there if you guys have any questions or concerns for us you know where to find us we're at twitter 
with uh, Chat Hazard at Chat Hazard. You can find us on our oh, subreddit yeah. at, at Chat Hazard. And if you want to email us directly with ideas or if you want to be on the podcast, feel like you got an interesting opinion or differing opinion you want to argue with us or even just chat, you can reach us at our email, which is chathazardpodcast at gmail.com. Or and, if you want to throw us some money like our good friend Anna did, you could always uh, uh, support us on our anchor page, which you can get to by going to chathazard.com. Exactly. And and that definitely helps us be able to not only continue doing the podcast, but eventually it'll help us start making more content that I mean, let's be honest, we'd be doing this even if we were losing money on it. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, the, the support will help us do more, you know? What yes, I mean? yes. So I was kidding. But yeah, with with that all being said, one last thing I have to ask, wherever you guys are catching this podcast, please give us a five star review and let us know what you like about what we do here and what you don't like um yeah definitely yeah. will help us put us in front of more ears I mean, it with your friends and family and we will catch you on the next episode yeah peace later